This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Lana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. I am so excited about today's guest and today's episode. This is one I've wanted to do for a long time. I am bringing Carly Silverman on the podcast. She is the Senior Manager of Growth at the app Locks Club and she and I have so many things in common just about our careers, our relationship history, how we both ended up working at dating apps after going through really horrible breakups and how we both ended up actually meeting our current partners on those exact dating apps. And um, she has a lot to share about ways you guys can improve on dating apps, different suggestions she has for how you can have more success both on the apps and off the apps. She has great success stories to share. And we also spend a lot of the episode talking about moving in with her boyfriend and kind of some ups and downs about that, some things that she didn't expect to happen and kind of how they've had to 
work together to make some things work. Not like things weren't working, but just it's a really big transition and it is a really big change in your relationship when you do move in together. And I was definitely taking notes as Jake and I are moving in together in a few months. Um, And yeah, it's a really fun episode. It's one of those ones that you guys say is like just hanging out with your friends or on a road trip, listening to your friends in the car with you. So I love episodes like this. Carly is great. She's also completely like a legend on TikTok and is absolutely hilarious. You can follow her at Carly R. Silverman. And if you want to sign up for Locks Club, there is a very long wait list. You can use the code Alana in the referral box when you download the app on the app store to get an expedited review. Um, Other random miscellaneous things right now, Liquid IV, if you guys have not tried it, it is the greatest thing ever. ever. It is a hydration multiplier. So if you're not feeling well, if you are not hydrated enough on a hot summer day, or if you are out drinking all day, it's something that will absolutely like save your life. Literally makes you feel so much better. It helps like for me, it helps cure hangovers. If I um, take it either when I'm pre-gaming or at the end of the day, or even just in the morning, the next day, it really gives you everything you need. So Liquid IV, I have a 25% off code for you guys. That's seeing other people is the code at checkout for 25% off. Of course, as always, if you guys love this episode, don't forget to send it to your group chats and to a friend who would benefit from hearing it. Share it on your Instagram story, tag Carly, tag Locks Club, tag seeing other people. And if you have not yet given a five-star rating on Spotify and you're listening on your Spotify app, please scroll up to the top and do that. And if you have not yet given a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, but you love the show, and love the episodes and all that scroll to the bottom of seeing other people page and do a five-star rating and review those mean the absolute world to me and i hope you guys love the episode as much as i do let's get into it if you are anything like me and you are going on a date you're probably like nervous but also excited but just like really want to have a good time don't want to screw anything up and you get like the pre-date jitters Um, For me, there were two things that I would do to help with those pre-date jitters. I would always call a friend for a little pump-up speech, and I would also take a happy gummy from Mindset Wellness CBD before my date. It would help me stay in the right mood, being excited, being present, but it would also take away that layer of nerves that was going to stop me from being my best self on the date. I love the happy gummies. They are incredible. They taste great. They don't make you feel high or anything like that. They just make you feel like the best version of yourself. So try them today. Definitely recommend trying them before a date. MindsetWellnessCBD.com. Use code seeing other people at checkout that will get you 20% off and free shipping. And we are here with the amazing Carly Silverman. Carly, welcome to Seeing Other People. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I freaking love your podcast, so I can't believe I'm on it. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you. We have to kind of give people the backstory of how we ended up connecting because it's so funny. I know I had been like stalking you on TikTok for, (laughs) for a bit at that point, and somebody like a mutual friend texted me being like, Oh, like I need to introduce you to Carly Silverman. She like works at locks club, but you guys just have like so much in common would really hit it off. I'm like, okay, Mm. perfect. Like I'll just DM her. Like I already know who she is. Like I, I, I know all the things. Um, so I DM'd you and we like, kind of went back and forth over dm yeah but that was like really it for a while we're like oh like we'll schedule a time like we never call. said anything really yeah like nothing was ever said <laughs> nothing was ever said it was just like oh my god yeah we totally have to connect um and then i posted an instagram story of a tennis court when i was in yeah. Florida. 
No, that was the weirdest thing because obviously all like Florida communities, like tennis courts, they look the same. But when you posted that, I literally looked at it and I was like, that is my parents' country club. Like you are literally in my parents' country club. That is the tennis court. And I was so confident before saying anything to you. And when you said it, I was like, what are the odds? Like, actually, what are the odds? No, that was, it was literally crazy. And so we found out that our parents, like, live in the same neighborhood. And not only that, like, in this neighborhood, there's, like, 3,000 houses and, like, 50 streets. And they live a few houses down. No, it's so weird. It's it's still bizarre. Like, it's still so weird. It was insane. And then, like, the next week, Carly was, like, there. And I was there. And we met up. You were there. Why were you there? I I don't remember why you were there. I was just, like, there. Oh, Yeah. But like so random because like I don't go that much. So you happen to be there and I'm like, wait, I think yeah. we should meet. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So we met, we we had some smoothies by the pool. It was great. It was it was love yes. at first meet. Um, it was, it was. But it's so funny because we both, there's something very specific and unique about the two of us that like we know very like other few people outside of kind of our, our working lives who can say the same, but we both work work parentheses work, worked. <laughs> work and worked at dating apps and met our significant others on those dating apps yes which is weird so weird Super so weird. <laughs> I have so many questions I want to hear about what you do at locks club about how you ended up working there um you guys Carly is a senior manager of growth at locks club right now um so let's kind of get into that origin story of like how you ended up there because I think it's so funny hearing about how people ended up working at dating apps yeah so this one's kind of weird um I this was I think two years ago now I was going through a terrible breakup I like we were living together the whole thing thought I was marrying him whatever broke up with me out of the blue had to be out of my apartment was so miserable and then I was also working for him so there's there's two things there. which I was also for him. I have this exact fucking same story <laughs> where I, we weren't living together but like basically like almost like in a way like yeah. spending yeah. like six nights weeks together like working with the guy and going through a breakup <laughs> like it was actually terrible and for some reason, I thought in my head, you know what? It's fine. I can continue working there. Like, no problem. I'm working there for like a couple months after. I hear he gets a new girlfriend. All shit breaks loose. Um, then he fires me. So I'm like, oh, okay. No boyfriend, no apartment, no job. This is just going really well. So he fires me. And I literally like no warning or anything. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing with my life? Like literally what am I doing? And this is when COVID kind of started, like not fully, but like it was like starting a little, like you were hearing like, you know, and I was like, you know what? I have, I started volunteering. So I started volunteering all around Los Angeles. That's where I was living at the time. And I've always wanted to be a therapist. And I was like, okay. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get my master's in social work. I just want to help people because I've had a life coach forever and I'm obsessed with her and I'm going to do that. So great. I apply to school. I get in and I'm just like bored because it's like part-time school. So I'm bored during this time. All of a sudden I get a notification on my phone saying Austin Kevage referred you to Locks Club, a dating app for Jews with ridiculously high standards. And I'm like, haven't heard Austin Kevich's name in four years. And what is this? And how do I get on it? Because I need that. <laughs> um, so I was like still miserable going through this 
breakup. And I see that. And so I message him on DM. I know Austin from Philly. We're like both from the same area, but we've never really like spoke. And then I spoke to him once in LA. I think when I like tried, I don't even know what I did. Um, We like spoke once in LA and then it's been like four years since I've heard his name. So then I messaged him on Instagram and I was like, what did you just send me? And then I come to realize he sent it to like legit his whole entire contact list. So I wasn't that special. Um, And then he was telling me about what he was doing. And I was like, this is sick. Can I just like help? Like I was really bored. I was like, school hasn't started yet. And I was like bored. So he was like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Um, And literally from that day on, from like, just like helping him and like volunteering and like helping him like set up the app. This was before it even launched. So I just started helping them for six to seven months. And then the app launched and I was like, this is going to be my life. Like Locks Club is like my baby. So although like I didn't found it, like I'm not the CEO, I didn't start it. I was the first employee and like, it's my baby. Like I am obsessed with it. Like I do it 24 seven. So now it's my full-time job. Um, and now it's, it's almost, almost been two years. That is so Sorry, I just, I just rambled. <laughs> no, no, I love it. And like, I've heard the story before and I'm still hanging on to every word. <laughs> I think, so you didn't end up going to school? No, I'm in school. Oh, you're still in, wait. Oh, I, oh my God. That's so funny. Yep. No, I'm fully, I was like, fuck, I started this. Like I gotta, I gotta keep it going. So I am still getting my master's. I have one more year left. It's part-time. So like my life's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I am fully in school doing my internship, which I work for a suicide hotline, whole other thing. Um, but yeah, my, my life's, it's a lot. <laughs> that is so impressive. I do think I, I knew that cause I probably said the same exact thing. Like, oh, so you're not in school. Like when we like, we're sitting by the pool with our smoothies. Um, but that is so impressive. And I'm, I feel yeah. like I'm sure there's been crossover with like, like connecting online and how that impacts people and and of course like relationships like highs and lows and breakups and all that so no a hundred percent hearing about that yeah a hundred percent it's funny you say that like we're you guys know that I struggle with confidence I'm always my biggest critic and when I notice something about myself that I don't like I can't stop fixating on it I'm working on all of this but it can be hard a year ago I noticed that my hair was thinning and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment when I would look down in the shower I would freak out at what I saw in the drain that's when I opened up to my best friend who happens to be a doctor and she said two things that changed my life the first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing the second is that she told told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family 10 
$10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started Presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a Presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone, Presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Right when I started Box Club, like a big thing of mine was helping people like with their like dating anxiety. And like, you know, we have this matchmaker in Box Club, which is the best feature because anybody can write in and ask about their profiles and ask about like first dating lines and what they should say. And, and that was huge because I was able to help them 
do that. And I think going to school and like having this experience really helps with that. So it's, it's been awesome. I love that. That's such a cool feature. It's something that like, it's, it's almost seems like a no brainer for dating apps to do because people need so much help, but nobody right? does it. Everyone has so much dating anxiety, I swear. And like, especially on dating apps, like it, People just like want help and sometimes people just want people to talk to. So having our matchmaker who is literally like available 24-7 to just help them is, I don't know why other dating apps aren't doing it to be honest. Yeah, I know. Me too. So don't. Yeah, don't. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, When you first started at Locks Club, like as you mentioned, you were going through a breakup. It was terrible. Like your whole life was flipped upside down. What was it like for you going from like feeling like that and having that be what was going on in your mind and your in your world for you to then working whether it was volunteering working whatever it was just like working and being so invested in dating it was weird um because I was in my like healing process of like swearing off boys and just working on myself and that's exactly what I did but then I'm working for this dating app where obviously I'm seeing all these guys apply and I'm like, Ooh, like, of course I looked on the back end and was like, Oh, who's applying? Like, let me right. check them out. But like, I still wanted to not, I wasn't ready to date yet, but definitely helped me. Like it helps me get back out there. Like it helps me be like, you know what? I went through a bad breakup. It happened, but there's a million other people out there that I could find some connection with. And for so long, I didn't think that was possible. I just thought like, okay, never meeting someone. I give up don't care. Like I'm never going to feel that way again. And locks club honestly gave me the courage to like put myself out there again. Mm. How did you know <laughs> that you weren't ready? Cause I think that's something with a, that a lot of people struggle with. And I know I struggled with it. Like that's how I ended up kind of with the podcast and, mm-hmm. and the co-host where like, I tried to get back out there because I wanted to be ready. And then as soon as I like connected with someone and went home and started crying about my ex, I was like, Oh, no, I'm not. Literally ready. every time. Yeah. Every day. Every <laughs> every single day. I would like go out with someone and I would just be like, this sucks. Like for so long, I was just like in the worst mental space of like, oh, I, I and I had that before I even went on the date. Like I would be like, yeah. this is going to suck. I'm not going to like him. Like, and I never worried about if they're, this sounds really bad, but I never worried about, are they going to like me only because I didn't care. Like, and that's how I knew I wasn't ready because I want to be worried about if they like me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wasn't worried. I was just like, oh, I'm never going to like someone. Like, I'm never going to feel that way again. Um, so I feel like I knew I wasn't ready because every date I was going on, I literally sat there and I feel like I had no soul. Like, I just, I feel like I had no feelings. Is that crazy? No, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Did I just say that right? Like, I literally went on dates and I would just stare at people and like, the conversation was so boring and I'd go home and I'd hysterically cry. Yeah. Cause it, it almost like reinforces the idea that's in your head of like, well, I already found my person and for some yeah. reason they didn't want me. And now I'm going to be like depressed and alone and, and yep. crying like this forever because there's nobody else out there and I'm trying and it's not working. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's not, it, it cannot possibly work if you're in that mindset. No, it was the worst mental state to have like I'll tell anyone who is like dating after a breakup like if you are in the mindset of like I don't want to do this and like fuck this sorry am I allowed to say that yeah absolutely oh okay <laughs> I don't know um and like if they have no interest in going on a date don't go don't go like, just wait like just yeah. 
wait until you're actually excited. Like dating is so fun. I think it's so fun. So why like don't force yourself? Yeah, 100%. Okay, on the topic of dating being fun, I'm curious what you've learned about how to make dating more fun. Because I feel like sometimes people think of dating as a chore. They're like, oh, like I have to date so yeah. that I meet someone. There are a lot of people who are like, dating apps suck and dating sucks. And like, I just have to do it because it's the only way. And I hate that that is the outlook that so many people have. And uh, I mean, yeah. trust me, I had it too for so long. Same. Even when I like, Same. I went in such phases, like even when I was working at Hinge, we're like, oh my God, like this is so cool. Vers- and then like the next day I'd be like, this is fucking terrible. I hate everything like about dating and <laughs> yeah, life sucks and I'm going to be alone. Forever. Oh, it goes, they go through waves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what are some ways for people to make the whole process of dating more fun? Okay, so I feel like a lot of dating people would disagree with me when I say this. I am very forward. So if I, I, and I don't want a pen pal. Like I remember being on dating apps and people just like wouldn't ask me out. So I would ask them out. Yeah. And like, I would, I'm very forward. Um, I would always ask to FaceTime. And that was before COVID. I know this is weird. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Because I just felt like, and that's what happened with my current boyfriend. So everyone listening to this, I swear it works. It's not weird. Um, I think like making it fun, the reason I asked to FaceTime them is because you can get such a vibe in the first three minutes of a conversation. I swear. Like if you FaceTime someone and they're just like so like awkward and like you have nothing to say, like, okay, like don't go on a date with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that really answered your question of it being fun, but I think that helped me like get back out there more. Like, okay, like let me see like who I can vibe with like on FaceTime before I actually go on a date because going on a date like it's a lot it's like figuring out the place getting ready like being so nervous and I think if you had that FaceTime before you're a lot less like nervous to like meet them because you already had that like first ice break you know yeah and at that point if you decide to move forward with going on a date it's because you're excited about the person from that few minute FaceTime exactly I also think something that really changed my mentality and this is what my life coach told me which I would tell anyone is everyone has these high expectations when going on dates that like you want to like them they you want them to like you like but no one just thinks of it as like oh I'm just going to meet a human like and just like have a human connection whether it's you're attracted to them whether it's you like their whatever it is pretend you're just going to meet a friend and see if you even like them as a friend because first of all, you need to like them as a friend if you're going to date them. So why are you going into these dates being like, oh, I need to like fall in love on the first date if I don't feel that spark? Like there's nothing like you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Just go like you're going to meet a friend for drink and see if you even like them as a friend. Like people that and that's something I did. If I, I would go on dates and if there wasn't like this instant spark, I'd be like, oh, nope. Or if I wasn't like, oh, I can't see myself marrying them on the first date. I'd be like, nope. Instead of just like, I don't know, like making friends with the person and then seeing. Yeah, 100%. I'm super curious. Like, what was your FaceTime with Jason, your boyfriend now, like (laughs) when you first did this? Because like, is it like, oh, this like formal like sit down FaceTime? Or was it just like a rant? Like you said, like, oh, like let's FaceTime at some point. And then like you randomly like FaceTime and you're just like giggly and like whatever. Like what was the vibe? Yeah. Um, So when I met him, I met him on Locks Club, like first 
couple weeks after launching and I we had like a mutual friend so I asked this girl and we weren't like that close me and this girl like we were from school I asked this girl first of all she told me like oh my god do not go out with him he's like the biggest player like shut up yeah yeah. oh my god I was like okay I was I still had my lease in LA at the time and I was just in uh Florida with my family because that's where they live I live in Florida now and he had his lease in New York but he was also like during COVID with his family in Florida so this girl was telling me like don't go out with him he's literally just in Florida for a couple of weeks like he's the biggest player don't do it and I'm like uh Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating, and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. Okay. Um, obviously, I didn't listen. So, And I told him that too. Like The first time, I was like, oh, by the way, like someone's telling me not to go out with you. I'm and then sorry. we were just like talking on Lux Club and then it like moved over to Instagram because I wanted to see our mutual friends obviously and then we started like DMing and like we were just like chatting and like having a good combo and I just said want to FaceTime tonight like just like like whatever and he was like uh no one's ever asked me that before it's kind of weird but sure um 
And it was just so easy. I literally picked up the phone and I was like, hey, I was only eating a bowl of pasta, actually, if I can remember correctly. And I was just like, what's up? Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. it was just so, it was chill. Like, I don't, you don't have to make it formal. And if it's I, weird, then be like, okay, this sucks. But like, good try. <laughs> right. 100%. No, I agree. And I think it kind of ties it, like the way you approach it ties into what you were saying before about like, see if you like this person as a friend. And I think that's like such a big mistake people make in dating. Like what you were saying before going into a date being like, Oh my God, I have to marry this person. I think the same exact thing happens with everything that happens like before the date and between the dates with like texting where it's like, I have to impress Mm -hmm. them with like how I text. I have to have everything perfectly timed. It's like, you don't do that with your friends. And exactly. I tell people is like, text this person the exact same way you would be texting me. Yep. I agree. I couldn't agree more. And, and it worked. We fa- we literally FaceTimed and then went out the next night. Like, and it was during COVID. So it was very, we have a COVID relationship. Like it was very hard to yeah do all the things, but just like, I don't know. I would say just go for it. Like people just, I, one thing I see so much at Locks Club is there are so many matches that will like expire because people just like don't know what to say or like don't know how to like start a conversation. And like, I feel like a lot of girls wait for the guy to say something first, but like, why you're both on the app. You both matched. You both clearly are interested. Just be like, let's get a drink. Yep. 100%. Guys like that too. They're not like, Oh my God, this girl, this girl messaged me first. Like I'm out. Like then they're a, Pussy, like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> nine out of 10 of my guy friends, when I've talked to them about this, because I'm the same way as you, like, I'm very forward and I'd rather, mm-hmm. like, ask someone out than wait around for them to ask me out. And nine out of 10 of my guy friends were, would always be like, yeah, you should 100% do that. Like, it's hot when girls do that. Like, I'm so sick yeah. and tired of doing all the work. Like, think about it. Like, they're expected for some weird reason to make the first move every single time. And it's like, first of all, why? Why? <laughs> Second of all, if you are a, a woman, you are fully 210% capable of doing the same thing. And it yep. feels so good to just put it out there and ask that question or start the conversation than to sit there staring at your phone, waiting for them to do it and feeling helpless and hopeless. No, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. And I wish I could like shot it from my rooftops to like yeah. all women out there on dating apps or even just like in a bar, like go up to people like it's 100% rejection. Yeah, it sucks. But like, if also you have the right mental like attitude, it kind of could be fun. Like it, not fun, but it can be like, okay like you're lost exactly it's like it's also like we're now in a world where sometimes like like guys don't actually feel like they're allowed to approach a woman now uh-huh and yeah. if you're standing there and you're like oh my god there's this really cute guy across the bar like you think you're making eyes with him or you're not whatever it's like you have literally nothing to lose mm-hmm. and maybe he's engaged maybe he's married maybe he has a girlfriend maybe he's gay like who the fuck cares you won't don't know until you ask and guess what if you ask there's a good chance that none of those things are true and that they are single and they also think you're attractive and want to get to know you. And worst case scenario is that for whatever reason, it's not going to happen. At least you tried and gave yourself the chance and practice putting yourself out there. We have a funny story. Like when you talk about that. So I was at a restaurant and I was with just like one of my girlfriends (coughs) and I saw this really, there was like a table of these two guys, like 
kind of close to us, but like whatever. We were staring at each other the entire time. And I was like, okay, this guy has to come out to me. He has to come out to me. Whole time, he never did. But like we were flirting with our eyes. Like I'm yeah. sorry. Like we were basically having sex with our eyes. Yeah. Um, He was so hot. All I wanted to do was like, why didn't he come up to me? So whatever. We're done our dinner. He's still clearly not coming up to me. So I put my number on a napkin and I went over to him and I was like, I gotta go. Here's my number. Like, text me. Or I think oh I put my, my Instagram. Oh my god, that's I put awesome. my Instagram because I'm like, let him stalk me if he wants to, you know. Uh huh. And then I left, and then I get an Instagram, not from him. It was like in my message request, not from him, but I guess the guy he was sitting next to. It was like, hey, like my friend's actually engaged. Um, oh my god. <laughs> but really cute. So I went out with that guy. Stop. Wait, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. But, like, it's just, like, who cares? Like, yes, he was engaged. I don't know. I guess he was not looking at me. Or, like, I was just so wrong about the situation. Or maybe he just was. But, um, yeah. But just, like, put yourself out there. That's that's what that's my point was. so funny. I actually, that reminds me of something that happened to me recently. I was out with a friend who is engaged and, like, very much, like, beyond in love with her fiancé and can't mm-hmm. wait to marry him and would never in a million years cheat on him. But she was just, like, I kind of miss just, like, innocently flirting with guys at the bar like I miss getting attention from guys and yeah so we there were like a few guys sitting next to us at the bar and she like turned her engagement ring around (laughs) and just like started talking to the one next to us and we ended up like talking to like the group of guys for a while um and she she threw me under the bus and said that I was single and I I didn't like that Um, (laughs) you're listening to this I didn't like that but we ended up like just like hanging out with them, like having a good time. And then mm-hmm. towards the end and, and like she and this guy were like very flirty, but also like, again, nothing in a million years would yeah. ever have happened. And at the end I go to the bathroom and I come back and she goes, I told him everything. Guess what? <laughs> He's also <laughs> engaged. <laughs> That's amazing. I was so like, shut up and everyone was cracking up. Like literally like oh my he was engaged. Like his friends were like, yeah, like we knew it was innocent. And like they, and she like turned her ring back around and then they started talking about their oh fiancés together. It was really, really funny. That's amazing. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. Wow. So, okay. I really want to hear about what, like what is happening in your relationship now with you and Jason? I know you guys just moved in together. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's um, been a roller coaster. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is what I want to hear about. That is what we're here to talk about. I heard something recently. So Jake and I are moving in together in a few months. Oh my um, God. Okay. So this is my, this is like Yay. personal research for myself. Okay. As well. Great. Um, but his friends who recently moved in with his girlfriend said something and like all the other guys agreed that like the first month is like a honeymoon and the second month is hell. I would agree with that to some extent because I think in our situation, the first month was not a honeymoon. Okay. Yeah, tell me um, everything. What was it like? Like, when did you decide to move in together? Did you have any concerns, like, or did you think so, it was going to be breezy? So he, we always knew we were going to live together after my first, so I moved to Miami and I lived by myself for a year, which highly recommend any, like, I think everyone needs to live alone for at least a year. It's amazing. You learn so much, but Agree. I always knew we were going to move in together after my lease was up. Um, he got a job in Boca. And 
I wanted to stay in Miami and like that was not going to work. So we moved to Fort Lauderdale where we both like really don't know anyone. And for people um, who are unfamiliar with Florida, like how far away are these places from each other? Yeah. So Boca is like with traffic, it can be from Miami, like an hour and 10, 15 minutes. Like it, it could be long. Um, and Fort Lauderdale is more like more in the middle. So it's like probably 30 to 40 minutes. So and he's to commute every day. So mm-hmm. whatever. That's fine. Great. We got the apartment and instantly I learned that Jason is the bougiest human on the planet. You didn't know this before. I knew he was bougie. Like he likes nice things. Like obviously like we like like to go out to nice dinners and whatnot. But when it comes to like furniture and whatever, like I don't care as much. Like I'm good with getting things, you know, from anywhere. Like I don't really care. And oh my God, does he. Um, he like wanted all of this like really nice stuff. He's like, we're going to have it for years. And I'm like, and me, I've moved apartments every year of my life. So, and I've gone through the buying and the selling and whatever. I'm like, we are like, okay, that's, that's news. So I feel like the whole furniture process was kind of a bitch because he would want these like expensive things. And we're not like, rich by any means like we have we both work normal jobs so I'm like Jason where are we getting this money like who's who's buying this um he's like it's fine like we'll budget I'm like mm, okay so we had to go a lot of back and forth on like furniture and like the design of it who knew he was so specific with design like oh I thought guys were just supposed to like be like here like I don't really care like you design it like I don't think I did much to this apartment I bought like some decor but I'm pretty sure he like did everything um so that was a little change for me which was fine honestly the apartment looks amazing so like it does it really does even like Like, what's behind you right now the art the bar cart oh yeah no like clean too it's not like I haven't seen that bar cart before I used to have that bar cart but like it just it, it ties in very well now when it comes to the clean I knew he was a clean freak like even like in my own apartment when I was living like he would like, he would call me messy and I'm not messy. I just like, don't always put things away the second I take them out. I'm the same. Well, that's a problem. Oh yeah. That's a problem with him. He is so OCD when it comes to like having things clean. Like if I take something out and like I put it down, and, like I go to the bathroom, like I'm like scared to come back because I'm like, fuck, I didn't put it away. Oh my, um, God. Oh my God. I feel bad. I'm making him sound crazy. Um, but he is, he's really clean. Like, uh, like go watch my TikToks. He's like insane. Um, so that was like another thing that like, I felt like sometimes I was like, Jason, like you need to lighten the fuck up because like, we got to compromise here. Um, but other than that, once we got past like getting everything in the apartment, like getting the apartment done and, and me understanding that he's a clean freak and like, I just have to do a little better. It was good. Like now, like, it's really nice living together. But like it's it's a change. Like you're literally with someone a lot. And like there's sometimes where like I just wanna go by myself and like watch Love Island. You know, he doesn't want to watch that shit. But it's t- it's hard to find the time to do that, I would say. But I think we're working on it. We're getting there. Yeah, I feel like that's something that people don't really think about is going to be difficult. I remember a few months after my friend moved in with her boyfriend who she had been dating for five years at the time, she texted me and like two other friends in a group chat. And she was like, 
are we allowed to watch our separate shows like in, <laughs> in like me on the couch and him in the bedroom like different rooms like is that weird if I try and do that I'm like no you can absolutely do that but it, it, yeah. it is true like it's weird because I feel like you're suddenly doing almost like everything together yeah. it's like it's and like then- they're your roommate but they're not they're your partner but you live with them and you're like joining your lives but you still have to maintain your independence but you do all these yeah. things together but then there are things that you don't have to do together I feel like it it's very confusing and then it's like you don't want things to become a routine right like you want to keep like the romance there and like the intimacy there and you don't want things to become a routine and like I that was something that stresses me out because I get in routines very easily and I don't, I didn't want it to come to a point where like every night was the same. He'd come from home from work. Like we would have dinner, like whatever. So what we decided to do was like every Wednesday we would call it like date night, even though it's not going out. Like we're not like leaving the apartment. It's still like, okay, like we know like tonight is going to be like date night. Like we're going to make dinner together, like put our phones away, like have some wine, like just actually like, connect because Mm -hmm. I feel like if you don't do that every night is just the same like you just it's just like a routine yeah so I'll let you know how it goes like so far it's good but no I think that's a really good idea like also the fact that then you're both if you have that conversation you bring that up then you're both conscious of the fact like okay this is something that is important to us is something that we want to prioritize and like of course some things are going to come up and you're not going to be able to do it every Wednesday but then you have it to like get you back on track after a hundred percent. What's it been like with like having friends over or like, if you want to do something like with the girls or like just kind of making other plans without each other? Um, well, one, I don't have, I don't have that many friends here. <laughs> no, um, I have a couple. I have like, well, my core, just I, have moved, my, so. I just moved, but I have my core group. Some of them are in Miami, but no, it's super easy. We, we both like doing like, separate things like I think that that part of our relationship is so great because we understand like okay like I'm gonna go have dinner with the girls he'll have you know dinner with his friends and then it's nice because we'll see each other at the end of the night like yeah um but that part's been like so nice and like all of our friends like mash together which is great too like my friends are his friends and like vice versa so that really works but um but yeah if you're in Fort Lauderdale and and you need friends hey (laughs) Hey, up Carly. Um, she's a great time. Okay, so I'm super curious because obviously we started this episode hearing about the really bad breakup you went through. And I'm wondering, and obviously like you're in this amazing healthy relationship now and you're now living together, like how how were you able to go from that unhealthy relationship that like really kind of broke you down and and a like getting yourself to a place where you were able to kind of welcome someone new into your life and into your heart and then also moving in together because you did live with this guy was Mm -hmm. that it was there any part of you that was like this is hard or like because you knew how solid you and Jason were and like how right this was versus how wrong that was like did that feel okay Um, I definitely have PTSD from it. Like I, to answer your first question, like it was very hard to open up to Jason. Like, I mean, to anyone at that point, but I was super honest with him, like from the beginning. And it had been a year at this point when I met him since the breakup, but I was super honest in that, like, I was still healing. 
Like I wasn't like amazing, perfectly fine. And I was very honest with him from the beginning of like, I went through this breakup. There are things that, you know, kind of guarded me again. And so I want you to know that because, and I, I told him I was interested. I was like, I want to see where this goes and I'm interested in you. But if you're, if you want this to continue, like you have to be patient with me. And he was super understanding about that. Um, and that I think let me have my guard down because he never like questioned me over certain things. Like if things upset me, he knew like, you know, it wasn't him. It was just me kind of sometimes reliving in my past. Um, and then, and then eventually that the past just went away and I'll tell anyone this, like, I do think, and I know, I know some people say this and some people disagree with it. I do think you truly can get over someone when you find someone new. Like, I, I, I think I was over him, but I think there was always that little bit of like, oh, like, you know what I mean? But once I met like, Jason, he had I was like, hold over oh. you. Exactly. So once I met Jason, I'm like, oh, mm, now I'm over him. Like yeah. now it's gone. And then with the moving in, yeah, I mean, it was scary because I've done it before. He's never done it. So I think that was something that we had to talk through. Like there were things, and it's funny because my ex was the complete opposite, complete opposite. Like didn't care enough about the apartment to the point where we'd fight. And then it was like Jason who like cared so much about like everything. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was hard at first. It was, I, I went through therapy still, still in it, but, but it's good now. It's, yeah. it's definitely good. I really admire and and just like love the approach you took with Jason of just being honest and being like, mm-hmm. I've gone through stuff and it's impacted me. And I do want to see this through, but be patient with me. Like, I think that is, first of all, it's really brave. And second of all, it's something like we've all been through things and we all get really scared to tell someone because like, well, what if they don't embrace us? because Mm -hmm. of it what if they don't accept me because of it what if they judge me what if they change their mind I think you can learn so much about a person and about who they truly are by opening up to them and seeing how they respond and you did the scary thing and it paid off because you saw that he was willing to be patient he was accepting he was there for it and Mm -hmm. for you and like you said like that allowed you to let your guard down and you needed that a hundred percent a hundred percent because I went on other dates with people and I just didn't feel the same way like I didn't feel like I even wanted to be open about it or even say that like I went through a breakup yeah um but with him it was definitely different and he was able to kind of give me the space and just like let me be vulnerable and like not judge me for it which was obviously great (laughs) yeah totally I feel like for me with Jake it wasn't necessarily like me opening up about what I had been through because he was actually like listening to seeing other people so Mm. he was hearing it all but for me part of it was I had been kind of like burned by so many people in the past where I would think that things were going really well and then find out that like well they were hooking up with other people the whole time or they didn't want anything serious so for me the big turning point was when he brought up, like asked me to be exclusive, that for me, was like an, okay, I can chill the fuck out. I can actually (laughs) like now lean in and be more vulnerable and, and really let him in and, and 
let myself fall for him because I then suddenly felt safe where I was like, okay, he brought this up. This is something that didn't happen in the past where I jumped to conclusions and ended up getting hurt. And now I feel like the, it's like I, I got to a new level of a video game where like I was able to like unlock mm-hmm. all these different features like of myself yeah. and of him, you know? Yep. Wow. I mean, a hundred percent. It's honestly so crazy. Relationships are crazy. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> what are some of your favorite like locks club stories? Like, of people meeting or like success stories or just like experiences that you've had being there and being in the dating world? There are so many. We have this, um, we have this channel on our Slack called like success stories. And when I tell you it blows up every day, it's just the cutest things. Like someone's having a baby, someone's pregnant and they met on locks club. Like we did that. You know what I mean? Like we so a human is coming into the world because we created a box club. Yeah. And like, that's crazy. I I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people get engaged, a lot of people dating. Um, I think what makes locks club special obviously is like the events that we have. Um, because it's, you're not just sitting on the app and swiping all day. We're actually giving people a chance to go and meet in person. And that's where we're hearing so much success come from as well. Like people are meeting and not just, like couples like friends people are meeting friends like in their city and like just people that you have similar interests to um and I think that's that's been like the most special part about like working at Locks Club is seeing all these like relationships and friendships like bloom because of it and I'm like oh we did that yeah it really is so cool I mean even I totally felt the same way when I was at Hinge and like even with what I'm doing now it's like we're literally in the business of baby making yeah and like I love babies so like I want one yesterday (laughs) (laughs) but I'm not having one um no yeah literally Jason will murder me um do you guys wait can I ask you a question yeah do you okay and I I always want to know this like with couples who have like been in relationships and whatnot like do you guys talk about engagement like is that something you speak about and like when are you supposed to talk about that I love this question because I actually, I talked to a friend who started dating her boyfriend like a little bit earlier than Jake and I started dating. And we actually had complete opposite like situations. Um, Mm -hmm. Jake and I do talk about it. Like we talk about our timeline. We talk about our future. We talk about like raising our kids. We talk about like when we want to get engaged. I mean, even now with my friends getting engaged, like I've, I told him like, I don't think I want him to throw a surprise party for me. Like, I don't, right. I don't think you're, I want You're that. like mentioned things. Yeah. And, but like, it, it's not even like mentioning, it's like, we will have like full on conversations where like, I, we booked a trip to Hawaii in December mm-hmm. and, um, it has come up a few times from like multiple people <laughs> of like, Oh, like is our Jake, are you going to propose to Alana in Hawaii? And he's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, I'm like, I'm like, wait, but why not? <laughs> and I'm like Jake you have more than enough time to plan for like, our families to be there it's June like this is December it was like we're moving in in um the end of August so like that's our thing like we wanted to like we want to live together for a bit um yeah but it's like for me I 
if it happens like in December, if it happens in any time in 2023, like I don't really care. It's just yeah. like, but yes, we talk about it. But then like I was talking to a friend and she was like, no, like we haven't spoken about it at all. Like my mom keeps asking and I'm like, relax, like give me a few years. And like, I also now it's like, every weekend like I have a new friend getting engaged I know it's and insane yeah it literally there was a few weekends ago my Instagram story was actually comical it was like I was at an engagement party and then the next day I was getting ready for another engagement party and another friend got engaged and then I was at another engagement party and then the next day another friend got engaged no, and I'm insane. like literally my in- Instagram story that weekend was just engagements yeah. um but yeah I mean I we talk about it. I'm curious how much of that has to do with like the fact that I talk about dating and relationships for a living. Um, but I also think it, it is a result of like all of our friends just getting engaged. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm guessing like, from the question you guys haven't talked about it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like we always, like I, I know he's like my person, like whatever, like yeah. we're eventually going to get yeah. married one day. Who knows? But anytime I bring it up, like even as a joke, He'll just be like six years. Like I obviously know it's not true, but like, but like what? Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to rush it. Like I'm in no rush, but right. like six years. What does it mean? <laughs> like, but maybe in a way he's like he doesn't want you to know when it's happening so that he, you can actually be surprised. I know, but like I don't know if that means three years. I don't know if it means tomorrow. Like not tomorrow, yeah. obviously. Like yeah, I just. So I was just curious if other people spoke about it. Yeah, it's it, part of it, though, I feel like is nice that you don't know, because I feel like know. everybody knows. Like I, was I know I don't want to know. I was out at dinner for a friend's birthday last night, and all we were talking about were the engagements that had just happened and like whether or not the person knew and like if the person knew it was happening that day or that week or that month or like down to like the minute when it was happening. And it's just like, or like even like a girl like going shopping with her friend and being like, oh, should I start buying white dresses now? Like I may as well just start stocking up. And it's like, I feel like it takes something away from it like so much. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I have been involved in planning a lot of my friends' proposals and engagement parties. And I had one of my friends recently her boyfriend, now fiance, did not tell a single one of us. Not a single one of her friends knew that it was happening. Wow. And it this was the first time where I had a friend get engaged where I didn't know beforehand. And uh, first of all, it was so much more exciting for me, but it's not about me. It seemed like it was genuinely so incredible for her to experience telling all of her friends. Yeah. And I agree with that. And here's the thing, <clears throat> Jason, if you're listening, I don't want to know, just in case, I don't want to know. I just more like, are we on the same timeline? Like, timeline. Like, yeah. because obviously I know he's joking when he says six years, but I'm not waiting six years because I want to be like, I want to have kids. Like, yeah. Well, good. You know like, what? You're going to, he's going to, Jason, you're listening to this now. because You're going to listen to this episode. And now you guys can have the conversation next Wednesday about your timeline. Great. Oh God. Don't even, you know, I forget anything. (laughs) Oh, he's going to kill me. We can get this Okay. Back back to your questions. Um, 
No, I'm glad. I, I just think it's so interesting, like the dynamics of proposals and engagements and how much planning some people do versus others. And I feel like I need to do a whole episode of this because I have so many thoughts you and do. opinions. Um, you do. <laughs> but okay. My last question for you is what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever gotten? Oh, I, I feel like I already said it, but I'll say it again. I, I really think the best piece of dating advice is first of all, stop putting so much pressure on yourself to like find the one. Um, like when you're going into dates, stop thinking like, am I going to marry this person? Because I did that before every single date, every day. And I was like, am I going to marry this person? And then I'd get to the date and like, if I didn't like how they dressed, I'd be like, oh, nope, not marrying them. Um, so stop putting so much pressure and just pretend they're friends. Like pretend you're going to meet a friend and see if you can have that connection first. And that's like my biggest advice. 100%. I love that. I love how you're like, I feel like I already said it because I feel like that happens. It's like 50-50 where it's already been talked about in yeah. the episode. And I love that. Um, but yes. That is really, really great advice. Carly, thank you so, so much for being here. Where can everyone find you? Also, guys, Carly's like low-key TikTok famous and hilarious. <laughs> and you have to follow her. <laughs> it's it's a lot of um, making fun of my boyfriend content. And he's a he trooper. He's a, he's a really, <laughs> really a trooper. He is. But yeah, he's... He's a trooper. I'll, I'll just say that. But Jake um, won't let me do it, it with him, and it's really sad. Really? For me. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I literally make him. Like I force him. Um, <laughs> but it's at Carly R Silverman on TikTok. I'm not funny on Instagram. I'm not funny at all. But like Instagram is like nothing. I don't even. But you're fun. I'm fun. You're fun. I think on Instagram, fun. you're funny on TikTok. Yeah. Um, I post a lot of locks club stuff too. So if you are single and like want the inside scoop got you there oh um, yeah and if you're single get on the app because it's epic yes, yes. I'm use what what was my my name oh is it alana i think i think um, it is yeah. I'll, I'll find out sign up and put alana, alana in the little um referral yes. box and that will help you get an expedited review because it is a application-based platform yes. which is why yes, it works we so well yes that is true well, thank you. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. And to everyone listening, this thank you so, so much. Oh my God, it was so fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to give a five-star rating and review. Follow Carly R. Silverman on TikTok and share this episode with your group chat. Share it on your story. Tag Carly, tag Locks Club, tag Seeing Other People. And don't forget to rate and subscribe and we'll see you next time.